You're listening to the Odo's Toes podcast, the podcast that does, in fact, mess with Texas. Hello, listeners and subscribers and viewers today. With you, as always, I'm Top Toes. <laughs> if I can get myself together, I can tell you that. I am your fellow Texan, uh, Annie, and you are listening to the other Toast podcast. Welcome. <laughs> well, not my fellow Texan. I'm the only part of this, this three-way that's not in Texas. But let's hear from the other part of Texas. Live and direct from Austin, Phoenix Stacy. How are you doing, Stacy? Glad to be here. Okay, so <clears throat> Phoenix Stacy makes me proud to be a Texan. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Among, um, among other things, you know. What I, mean? <laughs> um, mm, I was. The show. <laughs> I was about to get political there, but we won't. We would. We, we won't mention Texas politics. Yes, we'll not talk about politics if you no don't live in Austin. No, yeah. <laughs> I, no I got to I got to get out to Austin cuz that's one of the two places that they like to keep weird. Portland and Austin both yes. kind of have that keep it weird. Yes. I love I love that. And also um I need to get out to that part of Texas or I mean Texas is huge, but need to get down to Texas and see the both of you and I'm thinking about doing that uh coming up. Well, this this coming year for sure. Yay, that would be awesome. I would love that. Yeah, I'm like super excited about that. Um, but today, though, today, I'm super excited to have you on the show. You've got a lot of stuff going on. Number yeah. one. And number two, you're like famous in our world. So, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, no, for no. those people that have been living under a rock, like tell us a little bit about you like who you are what you do tell us what you want us to know about you gosh so much well I'm Phoenix Stacy in case you don't know um it's I am Phoenix Stacy on social media whether that's Instagram or Twitter um what I have going on uh so much <laughs> um I'm a traveling fetish model um for those uh who aren't aware um so I travel a lot Although um, this month in February is the one of the only months that I will actually be home pretty much the whole month. Um, I'm just making one trip quick to Dallas and then um, I'll be home because I have a grandbaby due. Oh my gosh! Congratulations! It's so exciting, and uh, so I'll be home. Um, February but I travel um, to see clients and to you know shoot and to collab and all of that and then I am of course the co-owner and hostess of Texas Foot Parties which is here in Austin for the majority we do try to get out to Dallas when we can find a venue um, but mostly we're based here in Austin uh, so we host foot parties several times a year um, for models and, and fetishists. Um, I also Gosh, um, I do a lot of model mentoring. That's actually what's been taking up the last week of my life um, is I mentor models. So um, I help them with either just consults, you know, on their social media or how to get their name out there and how to let people know that they're real. 
to helping them set up their own processes and how to keep their business organized because that's really what I'm good at um, or helping them book clients or, you know, a whole array of things. I just set up somebody's website for them. Um, just like a one pager, you know, it's pretty simple, but just like better than all my links kind of thing. Um, so I do a lot of that, um, which is really, like I said, has been taking up a lot of my time recently, uh, which I'm fine with. I, I like doing it. Um, what else do I have going on? And then of course I create my own content. So I have my own, uh, my own website has launched uh, literally just recently. So it's a subscription site. So you'll have the ability to see all of my never before seen content that's never been posted anywhere. Some exclusive photo sets that I have never posted anywhere. Some new and some from before. I just haven't ever released them. So they're all on my website. Um, and so I'm super excited about that. And I've got a few other things in the works that I can't talk about yet because um, they're a little bit of uh, proprietary uh, with the companies that I'm working with. So I am uh, really excited to see like what's gonna, how that's gonna pan out for 2022. So I've got my fingers crossed and hopefully there's some bigger things in the works for me. So I'm excited, it's all good. We, we got job. our fingers crossed for you too. Yeah, um, thank you. But since you can talk about the website, why don't you give our listeners the uh, address of that? It's uh, phoenixstacy.com and it's P-H-O-E-N-I-X and then S-T-A-C-Y. So if you guys don't know how to spell that, people always mess up on the Stacy part. Um, well, but it's phoenixstacy.com. Thankfully, it can also be uh, put in the show links and people don't have to be jotting it down while they're driving down the street. Yay, listening to the podcast. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, I don't know. So, what if somebody like, you know, what if somebody is like, oh, hell yeah, I want to go see more of Stacy right now. Because you've got some diehard fans. Yeah, so I have somebody some... like, fuck this fucking <laughs> show right now. I'm going to go on the website. They're well, that's, that's fine. Pull over first. If you're listening in the car, which I think half, half our listeners are in the car and half our listeners are in the bath. The ones in the yeah, bath can go right now. We're not responsible for any accidents. Let's start there. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, Phoenix Stacy is joining our legal team. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Just add that to my list of jobs. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so just to clarify, you know, we've talked about the uh, Texas foot parties uh, for a little bit. Like every time I come back from one of your events, like I'm super stoked and excited and I always talk about it, but I haven't yet because I was waiting for you. And Yay. so for those people that are listening right now, this is the co-owner and host of the Texas foot party. So when I talk about Texas foot party, and my dear friend Stacy, this is this is who I'm talking about. So <laughs> right here. So one of the things. So first of all, congratulations on the last event. Um, I think it was really great. And I don't know if it was just because I'm, you know, it's it wasn't my first time, and I was feeling much more comfortable with it, um, mm -hmm. or that it just was like I don't know. It was just was so awesome and. I feel like all night you were getting compliments on how good it was. So yeah, I appreciate that. Well, first of all, it's definitely not just me. So I, you know, I do have a, a, a partner in crime that does a lot of behind the scenes stuff with me. He goes by lightning design studios. I'll send you the, the link to his Instagram um, when we're done. Um, but he's my, my co uh, co-owner and he does all of the, the social media marketing and all the, you know, the videos and the, you know, just 
it's a lot of hours um, spent with trying to get those promotions out. And then of course I have you, um, because there's no way that I could do check-in and make sure the food is stocked and make sure, you know, like all the list of things that have to happen. Um, so I'm glad that I have you there. Um, and then, and then our photography team with uh, bottom drawer photos and DFW and, you know, just, and, and then of course, Texas Fetish Legends or our Lightning Design Studios, our other photographer, and then our security staff. So we do have a whole team of volunteers that help us uh, get that on. But it is, you know, what people don't see, I think, is all the stuff that happens prior to the party, because I have people all the time that'll email me and they'll be like, can you come host a party in Maryland? And I'm like, sure, here's everything that I would need to do that. And they're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize, you know? Yeah, they, they because that's, that's what's like so great about it is that you've done, taken all the necessary steps. Mm-hmm. You know, you've done everything that you need to do beforehand so that the day of everything flows smoothly. Yes. Like it's very was, well organized. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, that's kind of the point. I mean, before I did all of this full time, that's what I did for a living is I, um, I was an event planner and, and party coordinator for a corporation. So I was used to um, either being on committees that were hosting events that were, you know, tens of thousands or 50,000 or more to small, like private office parties to all kinds of different things. So planning events is what I've done for a long time. Um, so it's definitely easy in the sense that I know what I'm doing and it's, I can, I can, you know, I have a system down. So all I have to do is plug it in. It's just really time consuming, but it's a hundred percent worth it. I absolutely love doing it. I love bringing the community together. I love seeing all the models and they're all beautiful and they're, you know, they're pretty clothes and their heels and um, they're all excited to be there. So that's um, kind of the, the vibe that we go for is relaxed, comfortable, fun, um, and, you know, we just want people to have a really good time and to keep coming back. So we try to, to foster that kind of environment. So, so it's when was that, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. When was that light bulb moment for you? Because I, the commercial foot parties have existed in the, in New York and LA at the very least for a decade or so, maybe more. Right. When did you say, Hey, I'm involved in this fetish community and Hey, I've got all this background in event planning you know it seems obvious but there had to be a moment where you said yeah let me do this yeah so it's interesting that the trajectory of of my career because when I started in the fetish community as like a just a solely foot model is all I was doing at first and I've migrated over to the dark side since then um but I started as a fetish model for fun and, or as a foot model, and I wanted to meet people that did what I did and that, you know, were in the whole fetish community so I could just network and, and get to know people that had a like mind, right? So I Googled <laughs> foot parties in Texas is exactly what I Googled. And I found Texas foot parties. And so I went as a model. So they were already hosting foot parties. Um, and when I went to their first one, I was already in the back of my mind. Um, what started my whole search was I do want to meet people, but I'm like, I think I could throw a party that people would come to like for fetish. Right. So I wanted to see if there were some already existing so I could a go and meet people, but also b see how it was operating within the 
community to see if I could do it on my own somewhere else. You know, I didn't want to take over the Austin area. They already had a good thing started here. Um, so that's what I did. I went as a model. I showed up. I say registered, I got accepted, I showed up and I had a great time and I, I met the, the owners at the time. Um, and then I started helping them with things as I noticed things would come up, I would offer assistance. Um, and then there were some ownership changes. And so the, the, the current owner now was one of the owners previously. And when the other owner um, stepped down, then he asked me to, to take his place basically and step in as his new co-owner. So that's what I did. Um, I did host a few parties in other cities prior to that um, and they were going fine. Um, not as well as the ones here in Texas just because I didn't have as, um, as much of a team, it was just me. Um, but they did okay, um, but I was happy to have the, um, you know, the, the team of, of friends and, and neighbors and fetishists that were able to come in and, and offer their assistance with the Texas foot party. So it's, it's all been like a whole like, you know, circle of, uh, coming out from evolution. Yeah. So that's how that happened. Is I kind of knew that. How long ago was that? Like when you started and how did you get started as a, like a fetish model? Yeah. So it's an interesting story. When I was 18, I actually started training as a dom. I was in, uh, just out of high school or actually was still in high school, but uh, I was 18. Um, and I met this woman at a club. We used to go to this club, um, when uh, 18 and over or uh, under 21 club when I was younger. Um, and I would go and I met this woman there and she's like, you have a great look. I'd love you to do this. And so I would work for her on the weekends and I trained and then I went to college and um, I still worked for her from time to time, but I uh, kind of got out of the lifestyle. I met my husband, I got pregnant, I had kids um, and I, he really wasn't into that much, but I loved him. So I kind of stepped away from that for a while. And when he and I uh, split up, I, started seeing another guy, uh, after that, a, a while after that. And, uh, he was really into feet and I had not really experienced that level of foot fetish before. Um, and so he was really into it. So he's like, you have such a business mind and like, you really could like do something with this, like with your feet and with, you know, building a business. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like I don't have time for that shit, you know? <laughs> so, um, and I was working a full-time job. Like, I don't have time for that. And so, but, so what he did without me knowing is he, I used to send him pictures of my feet all the time, you know, cause that's what he was into. You know, you send your dude what they like. Right. Right. So, right. He, so he took all my pictures that I had sent him and made a Facebook page with it under my name, like made a name for me. It was something else. It was still Phoenix. Cause I've been going by that for a little while. Like that, that isn't just fetish related, but it's migrated into that, but it was a different, uh, fet, uh page anyway. Um, so yeah, so I had 5,000 followers in three days. Wow. Um, <laughs> and so he was like, then he showed me and he's like, see, look, I just started this three days ago or four days ago. And this is where you're at. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and that yeah. was like, there was just a few pictures that was like with no effort, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It was like not pretty pictures. I mean, they were like literally under my desk at work or like, you know, in my car <laughs> on my way to work. Like it was, they, they were horrible. They were horrible. I think I came across one of them not too long ago. And I'm like, that is the most horrible picture. Like I was in my garage that I was cleaning out and I was taking a break. And so everything's in my garage, but I had just gotten a pedicure. So like, 
I took off my tennis shoes and my socks and I snapped the picture and sent it. And like, that's one that was posted. I'm like, that's horrible. Like that was like the most horrible picture. Well, I mean, you say that now as a professional, yeah. Um, but, but we all kind of started with our yeah. cheap little phones and, you know, yeah. like... and blurry pictures and like, right. oh yeah. yeah, I mean, the... iPhones yeah. now. Yeah. I'm just thinking evolved. back to like, um, you know, news groups and AOL chat and these, uh, 256 K terrible yeah. photos. And we, that we survived on that. That was the entire scene. <laughs> that in print magazines if you recall what those are <laughs> yeah no I mean I still remember dial-up so like like yeah. you know, I'm, I'm old enough I had dial-up in, in college so um so yeah it's it's interesting the the migration but then I just kind of went on from there and he uh we we have split obviously since then and um I am now dating a fetish producer soul scream so that's that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it, it just kind of threw me into a different mindset behind, um, you know, being accepting of who I am and what I like and what I'm into. And I've kind of morphed into this whole different genre of fetish and kink that I um, knew that I was interested in, but had never been able to really put it into practice. So now I am. And I'm always trying new things. I'm always, you know, diving into people asking me, hey, do you do like the most recent of courses, you know, do you do fart, fart sessions? Hell yeah. Let's sign me up for that. I want to fart in your face. So like, it's interesting the, the ways it will go. Cause they're like, they're afraid to ask, but I'm like, I'm fetish friendly. Like, I don't care what you're into. There's a few things I won't do, but, um, that I'm not into, but, um, for the most part, I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Let's try it. You know, that's fun. So you, um, alluded to starting in feet and then moving to the dark side so what what's the dark side in your definition here what's, what's this newer uh phoenix so, stacy the fetish model versus phoenix stacy the foot model so i you know i realized that i um i'm i am a pretty kinky person in general like i'm pretty flirty and and i'm i'm pretty open to try new things and um i don't really have a lot of uh inhibitions so um, I started getting clients because I, I, I classify, I got like half of my, roughly half of my people that follow me, like my followers and my fans are my foot guys. And about the other half are guys that are into women that have big asses, you know, cause I have one. <laughs> so, you know, I, I get that. So then I started getting requests. Like I was just doing foot fetish sessions only, you know, when I started, and, um, then I started people asking me like, well, do you do like face sitting or do you do like, you know, anything else? And then I started, I'm like, well, what else is, I mean, I knew there was a lot of stuff cause I was, you know, used to do that, but I was like, I never really thought about moving that into and making it one whole like menu of services, I guess is the best way. So I started thinking about everything that it is that I'm into that I like to do or that I'm into. And I kind of made a a menu of services. And then of course I shoot porn. I shoot porn, <laughs> um, not full fledged, like boy, girl porn, but I do girl, girl porn. I do blowjob porn. I do, you know, hand job, foot job stuff. So, um, I kind of just do what I like is really kind of my philosophy. I'm going to do what I like and either you like it or you don't, and I'm okay either way. So, right. So, so 
I know that you're saying like some people follow you for feet, some people follow you for ass. But honestly, I think that people, there's probably a big group of people that follow you because you're just super accepting and you're sexy, Mm -hmm. like just in general, you know what I mean? It's not like, and so that's why I was attracted. That's what attracted me to you is that you just have this really sweet and kind personality, like very accepting, like we've known you forever, you know, like that kind of feeling. And I think that's the feeling that comes across in the parties is that, you know, like you had models coming up to you and saying like, I've been to other parties before and it was really kind of creepy and uncomfortable, but this is chill. This is cool. Like I could hang out here all the time, you know, I think, um, I think it's really important for people to know that, that it's models as well as, you know, the men that are, you know, going to come as guests is there, everything is super chill and accepting like it's just so awesome i love it i love it thank and you also, i try from everything any's told me also super super professional um you know every little detail is thought of and everything is done right and best practice and you know unfortunately you. There, there are people out there running things i'm not disparaging a particular foot party group i've never actually been to one but just fetish eventually in general that are run a little roughshod and that uh when something happens at something like that it puts our entire scene in jeopardy so yeah. i'm i'm very glad that you're doing things very professionally very right uh you know Thank crossing you. every t dotting every i yeah we well, try the- hard at that i mean it's important for the models to feel safe um and you know not every we can't control every scenario, but when, if things happen, which doesn't happen very often, you know, you may have somebody that may not be making a model feel hundred percent comfortable. We handle it, you know, right then, like we don't wait, you know? Um, or if, you know, there's somebody who has maybe had a little bit too much to drink. We try to, you know, like a, especially a client, we try to maybe corral them to another area, let them have some water, you know, we, so we try to make sure that People overall are feeling safe and secure, but then still being able to have a good time. And because really that's what it boils down to as a, as a model myself, um, there are times when I'm approached by people to do all kinds of things, you know, to shoot, uh, you know, a photo shoot or a video shoot or, you know, whatever. And they don't make me feel comfortable enough to finish having that conversation with them. You know, there's a way to approach people. Um, and there's a way to talk to people in the industry just because just because I'm a fetish model and just because I shoot porn doesn't mean that you have the right to talk to me any which way you want to talk to me. So you can come to me and ask me, hey, I'd love to do a shoot. I saw your stuff. I love it. Blah, 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 whatever. And be professional. And then we can go shoot that content and I'll be happy to do that. But if you come to me saying I really want to eat your ass on camera you're probably not going to get a reply or it's not going to be a pleasant <laughs> Right? Like, right. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> that is that is the biggest complaint we hear from any model who opens themselves up to other people shooting them is these photographers who basically are trying to negotiate a session based on the credential of them owning a camera. Yeah, absolutely. We get it all the time. And you know, so that's, I mean, I, that's how I choose how much I'm going to charge you. You know, it's my business. So if you come at me sideways and you're not 
not really liking your tone, I'm either going to tell you no, or I'm going to charge you a shit ton more than I would charge somebody else. And I am okay with saying that in public because you don't deserve the right. (laughs) Just because I put it out there doesn't mean that you deserve the right to see it or touch it or feel it. Right. Like that's my, that's my call. I get to decide who touches, who feels, who sees right in person. So um, that's, well, it's that, an interesting. That's, that's any human being, not just fetish models. I mean, yeah, I think we all learned that in the third grade. <laughs> yeah. You would think, yeah. but, but there's danger. something about, so there's something about fetish models in particular that people feel it's okay to say and do whatever the hell, whenever the hell they want. Yeah. And you know, I think it's like the complete opposite. I think because we're fetish models, um, we're more careful about that kind of shit. So sure, mm-hmm. you can leave a sexy comment on a picture, but just like you said, if you if somebody DMs you and or emails you or whatever and says, <laughs> Yeah. I get it all the time, girl. You're laughing, but you have no idea. Like you have no idea how many messages I get. Like and these you guys know, are not they're not thinking too, these guys are not thinking two steps ahead. You don't be rude no. to the fetish model. They're the ones who have paddles and handcuffs and floggers and whips in their closet. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. the last person you want to mouth off to. Yeah, I show well, up with a kid. Like, I have a whole bag. So, yeah, you don't want to mess with me. Well, sometimes I feel like we get a lot of that, too, because they're trying to get it that kind of reaction from us oh uh-huh. they're topping from the bottom yeah right yeah yeah or they're just they're just um they want the they want they get off on seeing us get mad um and so I usually try for the most part I can tell you that I I try to be professional and courteous no matter what your response is um but I'm still going to tell you about yourself in a in a professional way um and just tell you no um I'm not interested but thank you you know um <laughs> or I'm going to tell you, yeah, it's going to cost you X amount of money. Uh, you know, here's where you can send your deposit, you know? Um, and, I you have, know, um, I have a rude bitch fee. You it's, have a what? A, I have a rude bitch fee. Okay. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody comes at me kind of like weird and it's something that I'm comfortable doing and I have time and I'm in the mood for it, whatever or I just kind of want them out of my emails, uh, I'll say, you know, I'll charge whatever I normally charge and then I'll add 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, depending on the offense. And then they'll say, well, that's a lot of money. Last time you charged me, uh," you know, and I'm like, well, this is a different time. And you came at me probably differently the last time. So yeah, it's called a good idea. I kind of do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I do have, you know, my prices are usually pretty set, but, um, but I do, I, I don't, I don't accept, um, I don't accept disrespect, um, because I'm going to respect you. That is the one thing about me that I can tell you from the jump is that your fetish as a client and as a model for that matter, the fetishes that you're into don't concern me. Um, you're meaning they don't, I don't care what you're doing. Like, I don't care, even if I am not into it myself and it's not something that I offer in a session or as a custom or whatever, I'm not going to shame you for it or make you feel bad about it. I'm going to politely tell you that 
it's not something that I offer, but I can help you find someone who may, you know, because right, I know a lot right. of people can find someone. Um, and that's usually my response, but I don't, I don't ever make someone feel bad. So I expect the same treatment in return. You know, I treat everyone with respect until you show me that I shouldn't. Right. Um, Absolutely. You know, and then I, then you get, then you get ghettos, then you get ghetto Phoenix. And <laughs> that's not my sweet little voice turns into something completely different. <laughs> So. Well, I've not seen Ghetto Phoenix, and I don't think that I want to see Ghetto Phoenix <laughs> unless maybe it's directed at someone else. Then maybe I might. Yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. All it's right. So, how I want to go back to your website a little bit. Um, <clears throat> does this mean, does the website mean that you're not going to have like OnlyFans or Fansleys or any of the other paid sites? So right now I only have, as far as fan sites that are really active, I only have my OnlyFans right now. Um, I don't have time. I already have, you know, a couple clip stores and my OnlyFans. So I don't have time to devote to any more. So I started my own site because I just really don't like the direction that OnlyFans is going. Right. Um, and I wanted something that was more in my control. Um, so my site is my site and I can run it how I want to run it, um, within legal guidelines, obviously. Um, so that's why I did that. I will keep my OnlyFans active for a little while. Um, I will probably, uh, send out a message. I haven't done it yet. It's still active right now, even though my, my site is active. Um, but I, I haven't quite figured out the the migration, but I will eventually not be putting up any new, because right now my, my OnlyFans has full length, you know, full length stuff on there. I'll probably dial that down a little bit and put up like teasers on my OnlyFans mm -hmm. to like it, but put all my full length stuff on my, on my website. So. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that, you know, so I worry about OnlyFans because if, one day they do the same bullshit that they were doing before and then we all lose our content like it's really hard to get all that content out and then upload it somewhere yeah. else and yeah it gets <laughs> yeah yeah I don't like I don't like it I don't like um that I can't I don't have control over what I say and what I do I don't like that I don't like that I can't say here's a, you know, go see my website or, you know, I mean, I guess you can put your website in there, but like, you know, there's a longer version of this video available on my clips for sale. I can't say that on my OnlyFans, you know, I do have videos that some of them, I don't have a lot, but I have a few that are super long. And so for those guys who don't want long videos, I'm not going to put those on my fan site. You know, I'm going to put up a, a seven or nine minute version of that, that same video. That's going to give them the same experience of that video but that longer version of the video that's 20 minutes long that they may want to see the whole thing and just let it play um, I'm going to sell that on my clip store so I have that ability to market it that way and to um, you know get myself on both platforms because you know mo the majority of guys or the majority of people I shouldn't just say guys the majority of people that buy clips from clip stores are not the same people who like to subscribe to fan sites. You know, there are two different sets of people that do that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to make sure that I still appeal to both audiences, but at the same time, I, I, I don't want to have my stuff all over the place and, and all these, these, cause you can't search for OnlyFans, you know, people like OnlyFans models, you can't do a search for them, you know? So I now have the ability, my, my site, my actual website, um, is if it's not on there now, it should be soon where it's searchable with Google. So if somebody searches my name, they're going to find my website. They can't do that with OnlyFans unless I've advertised it somewhere that way, you know? Oh, um, right, right. This gives me that that um, accessibility to people that I didn't have before, and it gives me the searchability that I need from a marketing standpoint. So, yeah. So I know that you had um, <clears throat> you have a few projects coming up. Um Tell, talk to us about the ones that you can talk to us about. Um, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't talk about it yet. Um, but I have, um, I'm, I'm, I've been still, it's the, the one project that I have going started last year, um, in the midst of traveling with our, our diva tour, you know? Um, and so it's still in the works and still up in the air. Like it's, it's still in the, in the works, but um, it's with the television network is all I can say. Um, and then the other one is from with a girl here locally in Austin. Um, we are working on some sellable items. That has and, to do with my- yeah. And um, when you, <laughs> I'm trying That's not to tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> Surprise. So, so while I was at the while I was at the um at the uh, check-in table, some of the girls were talking about Amarillo. What's going on over there? Oh yeah. Okay. So well, that is something else coming up. So um I see I have so much going on, I don't even remember. Um in March, uh March uh roughly like the fifth through the ninth. Um, is the dates that we'll physically be in Amarillo and working, but we're doing a large multi-model, multi-producer uh, collab. Um, so as of right now, it's, um, I don't know, me, Goddess Marcy, uh, Curvaceous Beauty is what she goes by on Instagram, um, Mirage, uh, Tabby Cat 806, uh, and uh, Tuffy, 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 what is she, uh, Tuffy, what is she, Arch Oh, Queen? Tuffy Souls, I think it is, right? Uh, it's, Tuffy Arches. It's Ar- yeah, Tuffy Arches. Arch Queen, I don't ever remember anybody's Instagrams. Anyway, we are well, we all- we have to do- keep changing them. I know. Yeah, so, we keep losing them. We have to keep changing them, so. You have to keep having your backups ready to go. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're going to all be in Amarillo together, and then the producers and photographers will have out there, of course, uh, Marcy is a producer herself, so she will be doing some production for us, as well as, um, excuse me, as well as modeling. Um, and then we'll have um, Lightning Design Studios. Um, Ed, he'll be out there, and then um, he goes by DFWQED on Instagram, but he's his name is Paradox. He's one of our resident uh, Texas foot party photographers and producers. So they will all be out there, and then of course Soul Screen will be there for at least a couple days uh, to do some content. So we're going to be doing, uh, I'm putting all that together now. So basically what I'm waiting on is 
the full model list of who all is coming because we still have some that are also interested. They just don't know what days and if they can come or not. So once I have the full model list of everyone who's coming and for those that are already in Amarillo, what their availability is going to be, um, then I will get a list from all the models of at least one to three scenes that they would like to shoot or pictures sets that they want to get for themselves or, you know, for us. Um, and then I'll put a schedule together basically of the models and, and who's shooting when and on what days and where we're going to be because we're going to be all over Amarillo. They have a huge canyon out there that's beautiful to shoot at. Um, I did some stuff there a couple of years ago and it turned out great. So I want to do that again. Um, we have some guys out there that I shot, uh, me and a few other models, we shot on their cars and on their, mo their motorcycles, their, their Harleys. Um, so they're wanting us to come back out and do that again. <laughs> they loved it. Of course, of yeah. course they're wanting so a bunch are... of, of sexy fetish models to yes. come out there and be all over their rides. Hell yeah. yeah. So they're, uh, I'm waiting on, you know, to know, like we, a lot of it, I'll have to wait until like the week of, um, to check the weather, to see what the weather's going to be like so we can plan. So once I have all that information, then we'll put it all together, but it'll be, it'll be really huge. I'm really excited about it. And I'm hoping some more models can come out and even some producers out there, if anyone's interested in, we do collabs. So the way we do our collab shoots like that, when we do multi-model and multi-producer um, is we set up a drive that's shareable for everyone. And at the end of every day, when we're done shooting, we have everybody dump everything into their their folder in the drive so um all my stuff from my phone that i took that day like behind the scenes stuff or whatever will be dumped in there and then all the cameras they'll dump all their stuff in there and then that's why everybody has instant access to it and then they can do with it what they wish and then of course everybody will sign model releases and have copies of their ids and all of that will be uploaded to the drive as well so that's kind of how we operate when we when we do stuff like that so how do yeah. you vet, like, the people that are going to be involved in these kinds of projects? Because you don't let just anybody. Right now, um, I have, the ones I have physically asked to join are ones that have been involved with our Texas foot parties because they, they already know us, you know? Mm -hmm. um, right. But we're open to any models that are active on social media and that are open to fetish shooting and have the same kind of mentality that we have. I mean, we're going there to work. And uh, we're not going to shoot for eight hours every day. We're not going to kill ourselves, but we are going to be shooting every single day um, for a portion of the day. Um, and so as long as the model is open, um, can pay their own way, because this is a collab. This is not a paid shoot. So we're all paying our own ways to get there. Um, I have rented an Airbnb and we're just going to split the cost, you know, per day based on how many models are staying that day. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's as long as you do that and you're active on your social media and have an open, open mind frame and don't mind being around nudity, cause we will be shooting some nude stuff, um, and some explicit content that you do not have to participate in, but as long as you're okay being, you know, watching other people shoot it, right. um, that's all we really, uh, all we really ask for is to be, you know, that you're open-minded, you're active on social media and you can come out and join us. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot of criteria there. So, and then they get, and then they get the benefit of having all of their, or whatever few things they wanted shot or to collaborate right. with one of the other models that are there. Yes. Yeah. 
I know we've already got a few scenes that we've kind of written down that people have sent me that they know, like, I know that um, Curvaceous Beauty wants to do like a double pegging uh, session. She wants me and, and someone else to uh, peg her. Wow. Yeah. So, so um, I'm is pegging excited. one of, is, is that something that you offer as far as the yeah. sessions go? Yeah, I do. And <clears throat> what, oh gosh, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> I do. What would you say is the most unique thing you've been asked to do in a session? Oh, gosh. That's the hardest question anyone's ever asked. Um, Unique? Uh, Well, I have a guy, um, I won't say where he's at, but he'll know if he listens. Um, He likes me to tie him up, like all fours, like four-point restraint. Um, and I, he likes me to be in costume. So I wore my genie costume last time, um, per his request. And I pretty much get to do things to him. Um, I tickle him. He likes to be tickled. And of course he likes foot stuff. And, um, I'm really good at, um, sensory play. So, you know, playing with different senses and different touch techniques. And so I'm really good with my hands. Um, so we do a lot of that and, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because of the costume factor um, and that I get to tie him up, which a lot of times you don't get to do that because they don't trust, you know, why would you, you don't know me, right? right like you don't absolutely, know yeah. steal something from you or whatever. I'm just not wired that way though. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's really fun and it's usually three to four hours um, is usually how long we go. And so we get you, to just- But you wear whatever costume you want or- well, he requested the genie costume last time. Um, it okay. has since been put through the ringer between him and BK <laughs> and like, you know, like, so it's, it's been retired. Um, but I, I do have other costumes. I have a, um, I have a boxing costume. Like it's really like really girly, not like official boxing, but it's a boxing costume. And I have a, a, a devil costume and I have um, like a sexy, like, cowgirl like stirrup kind of outfit I've got several I've got several costumes um so I can wear them or I can wear lingerie or I can wear you know it just depends depends on the client so what 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 do you like to do like what's your favorite session to do I like oh I don't know if I can put that out there um (laughs) yes you can uh, you totally can I like to use for, so I like several things for guys that are into foot worship. I like the whole, like using my hands, you know, while they're worshiping my feet. It's a really great experience for both of us, but Mm -hmm. for guys who are really into worship and who also want to get off, like it's, it's a good experience that way. Um, Some guys are like, I want a foot job okay yeah but you like to foot worship so you're like totally depriving yourself uh, am, can I do them yeah am I good at them absolutely um but if you like to worship feet and that's really what turns you on why would you deprive yourself of of that experience um I like foot gagging I like to shove my feet down someone's throat as far as I can and hear them gag and watch their eyes water and watch the drool come out of their mouth I love that <laughs> 
I did get to experience that or witness that firsthand yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. I was like, you know, cheering you guys on, like, get <laughs> in there, get the foot in deeper, take the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm relentless. I mean, I, I may look sweet, um, but I'm, I'm a sadist. Uh, I liked, I like punishment. I like inflicting pain. Uh, it's, it's, you know, just gives you like this, I don't know. It's a feeling I can't really describe. Um, and I like trampling a lot cause I weigh a lot. So I like to, I mean, I weigh 220 pounds. So, um, I like hearing the, the, the oomph. You know, and I like hearing the, Oh, you know, <laughs> you know when like I've hit that spot they weren't ready for and I have a few techniques that I've shared with some other models who are new to trampling that they've tried and they said it was a huge success for them so I like to like run in place really really fast on someone's stomach um it usually gets them to tap out pretty quickly um you know I just for you is is that Uh the goal to get them to tap out I want to, I, I want, I mean, I obviously I don't want to hurt them permanently. Right. But it's right. that that's what they're into is the pain of the, and seeing a pretty pair of pretty feet and this woman standing above them. Like all of those things are, are tramplers, you know, uh, what they're looking for. Right. Um, and the pain of that. And so if I can get them to get to a point and I usually try to stop before they tap out, but I've, you know, misjudged a few of my hardcore <laughs> um, of what they can take. Um, but yeah, you know, you just, you know, stopping for a minute to like, let them catch their breath. Cause it's hard. Like when you've got something doing like this on your stomach and you're trying to like hold that tense, you know? Um, and at the same time, you've got these feet like doing like this as hard as they can. Like it's a, uh, it's a hard one. It's a hard one to take, but I liked doing it. <laughs> it's very addicting. <laughs> Tom, Fun. have you ever been trampled? Did I ask you that already? Have I ever been? I, I've been walked on by people who want to, like, you know, who did, fancy themselves the Asian massage and walk on me. Trampling yeah. as a sexual act? No. Have I been stood on, jumped on? Well, I have nieces and nephews, so, but not, definitely not in a sexual way. Not in the fantasy fetish way. And no. the, I think the, the, it's, it's just addicting. And the, I think the last thing that I could say is my favorite is my face sitting guys. I like smothering them with my ass and hearing them gasp for breath when I like sit up and then I sit back down, you know, like, I like that a lot. I like well, that. You're, you're literally controlling their breathing. Yeah, I, like I mean, that's control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is definitely one of my favorite activities. <laughs> yeah. Those are probably my top four. I mean, I really, to be honest with you, it's hard for me because I like everything I do. I don't have anything um, on my menu of services that I don't like, you know? So the things that I don't do or that I don't like are listed on my intake form when you, you know, uh, um, you know, when you request the session with me. So there's a very small list, but you know, it's there, but anything else I'm pretty much open to, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I, I enjoy everything that I do. They're all, I, they're not all my absolute favorite things, but I still enjoy them, you know, when I'm doing them. I don't do anything I don't enjoy. I absolutely will not do that. See, I, th- I think that's a, like one of the, my next question to you is going to be like, you know, since you're going into this um, 
like new endeavor where you're mentoring models and things like that, um, which is a great service. I mean, it's, it's amazing that you do that. Um, but I was going to ask, like, if you could give one piece of advice mm-hmm. to women that are starting to become foot models or fetish models or start sessioning, like what would it be? And I think that is actually really great, a great thing to do, like to only do the things that you like. Otherwise it's. Yes. It's probably the biggest thing. It's like, you really have to um, learn about yourself. And, and the thing is that some foot models, like, I don't know what I like. And my advice my, my very first piece of advice with any new foot model is always to research the fetish. You know, if you're looking at um, doing foot modeling only, let's say, or, you know, foot fetish stuff, go research it, go on Pornhub, go on YouTube, go on Clips for Sale and look at the content that's being created behind foot fetish, right? And if you see something that you're like, ugh, no, then don't do it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, don't offer it, you know, you don't have to, that's the cool thing about this business is it's your business. So you get to decide what you charge. You get to decide what you do and what you don't do. You get to decide what you wear and what you don't wear. You get to decide if you put makeup on today or not, you get to decide all of that. So that the whole aspect of everything you do, you get to decide and they can either take it or leave it. You know, I do ask my clients if they prefer me to be wearing something. And if I've got it available, I'll wear it. If I don't, they will take me how I am. You know, they're there for, you know, another reason. They're there to experience what they came to experience, not necessarily what I'm wearing, you know, but I try to appease them. But anyway, I tell new models that all the time, like you get to choose. So you find what you like, um, what you're into. And then you build on that and your taste will change. Your taste will right, change yeah. and get introduced to stuff and you can add things, delete things, take things off, you know, change prices. I mean, you can, you can do all of that as you get more experience and as you grow into your fetish, you know, fetish. Right. Like you career. can try something, you can try something and go, ah, you know what? That really wasn't my yeah. favorite. So I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. Yeah, or absolutely. fuck. Yeah. I love that. Let me do that all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me charge cheaper for this thing because I love it. Cause so I much. really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I have done that. I, I mean, I still do that sometimes, you know, like if I have, especially with clients, that's one thing to know. I will tell you that I'm not afraid to share is I have clients that I have been seeing for a really long time. And I have clients that I just started seeing and clients always, you know, there, people are always trying to find how can I get something cheaper? Right. The number one thing is that if you continue to session and you continue to show love and show support and do all of the things respectfully that we ask you to do, you're going to get a lot more from your fetish models than you are if you don't, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you want to get the perks behind some of the things that we do, you act right. You pay us accordingly. You know, you don't always try to get well. (laughs) You tip well. Yes. Like those are how you, how you show appreciation and how you, how you do that. You know, when we, uh, the ones that kill me are the ones that message you and they're like, it's my birthday. Can I get a freebie? I'm like, well, my birthday was last week and I didn't get shit from you. So let's talk about that. You know? Right. So yes. I give you, oh my God, I don't know how many times okay. I've had that conversation. Yes. Yeah. So I give you free stuff every day of the year, every day. 
every day you get something free from me. Um, so anyway, so I think that's, that's a, a good uh, philosophy for guys. If you are looking for advice, be respectful, be courteous, follow the model's rules, pay them accordingly. And eventually when you start developing that relationship with that, with that model, um, then you start getting the benefits of that. So, yeah. So Top Toes is a huge fan of nylons. Like okay. he's a nylon guy. He's a foot yes. guy, but he's a nylon guy. And ho- yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's hose like H-O-S-E, right? Not H-O-E-S. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, um, although so- with my with my lit harem of late, I'm wondering if it should be spelled the other way. You know, no, that would be. He's got, he's got this group chat he's got this group chat called um top toes army but plenty of us have said we should just call it top toes as hoes you know like, yeah yeah, top toes. yeah that would be funny <laughs> all right so but, um, yes uh the the admitted uh nylon foot fetishist for sure just trying to bring you back there <laughs> but i i don't think i've seen you in nylons me yeah oh yeah all the time I uh I just put out some stuff on Twitter like I have a few videos out I do a lot of customs with nylons and I have um I have a few videos like I have some with Marcy and I did uh what else did I just oh, I do, do with- oh I do I do I have seen you and Marcy and even Rhonda mm-hmm. I think in nylons yeah I did a whole session in thigh highs um yeah, I do. Um, I do. I don't do. So you have to realize too, that I don't do, I don't have time. Let's just start there. Um, because of everything I've got going on, I don't have time to film a lot of new content on my own. So I do try to schedule in, uh, within my, within the time that I do have, uh, with photographers and whatever. And sometimes they want me in nylon and sometimes they don't. And if I have time, I will ask them to shoot a few things in nylons. Um, as I, cause I do need more nylon content, but I like, I mean, especially in the wintertime, like right now, like in Texas, if you asked me to do a nylon custom outside in July, I'm going <laughs> to tell you to kiss my ass. <laughs> um, it is too hot. I know, hot I know. <laughs> in Texas for nylons in July. Um, but, you know, if it's indoors, I don't care as long as I haven't, you know, been outside for, for an hour. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I do, I do uh, nylon content. I don't, do you, do you sell, um, do you sell like, um, items too? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I sell, sorry, you know, I have to have my vape. Um, I sell my socks. I sell panties. I sell pantyhose. I sell my, my, my thigh highs. I sell, you know, I don't do like, um, my fingernail clippings and my my toe my 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 foot shavings because I get my feet done at a salon um and I don't really cut my toenails I I, they get filed but I don't really cut them unless I need to for some reason um so I don't oh my gosh I can't believe we we haven't even asked like what size shoe do you wear oh I wear nine and a half nine and a half and is it do you wear the nine and a half because of the long nails no, I've always, my nails are not, well, see, like, I'll show you. They're not too, too long right now. Can you see? Okay, so okay, little, from, from a sole shot, you can see just the tips. They're not yeah, sick. They're, yeah, they're, they're not too, too long. I don't, I don't have them long. I mean, they will grow, but, like, because I go to the salon every two weeks, 
consistently, um, they file them down um, enough that they stay manageable. So I don't really get them. I don't need to get them cut is what I'm saying. So I just have them file them to, you know, the length I want. I keep them longer. They're not like super short, but I don't keep them like mega long. That's just not I my think they style. just look longer because you have kind of long feet and then the longer nail beds. So they look longer yeah. than they actually are, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have big toenail beds, so that helps. <laughs> my <laughs> my brother used to make fun of me um, because of my really big toe and toenail. Um, he would say, he say, he would say, I'd get like a little flower. He'd be like, "Is that a flower on your toe?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I, you know, that's my little toe design." And he'd be like, "Why did you get a flower? You could get an entire fucking landscape on that shit." <laughs> Yeah, because all of my toenail, all of my toenails are like that. But my big toe is definitely very prominent, which is what most of my toe guys like is that I have big toenail beds, you know, and that they're like shaped the way they like or whatever. So, yeah, you definitely have I mean, you have a large following and I um, you definitely have a, a following because of your your pretty feet and your pretty nails. Yeah, I um yours are I think the first uh feet that I've had in my mouth yes well then and 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 Phoenix I, I can't the remember first that far woman back. wait what did you say I said I can't remember that far back that's that's going on like 30 odd years ago and then and you, your mouth is the first mouth that my feet has been on that wasn't uh I mean a female I guess a female I should say there's been yeah. a couple guys but but yeah so um I mean, we you definitely know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> my philosophy is that I can't expect guys to worship my feet the way I like if I can't show them how to do it that's true that's valid true. valid and, yeah, and that's yeah, why they yeah. say guys suck the best dick. But <laughs> yes, guys that suck toes can suck the best dick. That's right. So I and I'm good at sucking dick too. So because I'm good at that, I can suck a toe. Like <laughs> I'm good. At it. I'm good at that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love my sexy beasts. <laughs> you know. All right. So beef. Before, before we go, we have to ask what's in your kink bag. And, but I, you know, that's hard to, to ask of a person who kind of does this for a living because there's a whole bunch of shit in their bag that maybe not be for them, for their enjoyment. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so we'll, we'll amend this, not your travel bag. When your travel bag is out, what's left at home that's yours? Yeah, so what's in my nightstand is what you're asking. Yeah, let's, let's, yes. let's go that way. <laughs> what's right. in your bottom drawer? What's yeah, in your my, bottom drawer? My bottom drawer. I like that play on words. Um, my bottom drawer, um, I am really partial to my my uh, plug-in vibrator is my number one. I do not really get off on penetration. I just okay. don't. I don't orgasm. I don't come. Like, it just is. Um, so... I enjoy it, um, but my clip. Well, has most to be women packed. don't. Most right. of us don't. Yeah, that's correct. So yeah. that is that is one hundred percent. I mean, there are some that's very very small amount. Um, so I'm I my my favorite thing to play with is um, my vibrator and 
especially while something is inserted in me, whether it be a toy or, you know, a dick, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but my vibrator is kind of a staple for me if I'm going to get off. Like if you want me to orgasm, that's what's going to do it. Um, but I enjoy, um, I enjoy lots of things. I mean, I, I enjoy, I mean, there really isn't anything that I I'm not into, to be honest with you, as far as I like, I like, uh, uh, impact play. Um, I like being choked. I like choking people, <laughs> you know, like I like both <laughs> gifts. Um, I like rough, you know, like I like Grammy, like rough, you know, like, um, yeah. So I don't have a whole lot in my my kink bag because I don't really need it if the feeling is there as long as I have a my really great strong powerful plug-in that won't die uh, <laughs> vibrator um I can pretty much work with anything else so that's my main that's my main go-to well uh we'll call it professional curiosity you did you mentioned uh bondage and and four point yeah. so when it comes to bondage are you sort of uh, are you cuffs or are you traditional rope or whatever's lying around i can use whatever's there i've used the telephone cord before from a hotel um when i forgot <laughs> my stuff um i'm not good at tying knots i'm not like into uh, i mean i don't know how I'm not into shibari. Like I'm not, I don't know how to tie properly. Um, but I can tie you up. I can use your shirt. I can use your underwear. Um, I can use anything to tie your hands up to a bedpost. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, but I usually have a, I have a, a four point restraint system that just goes under the bed. That's the easiest. And I carry that with me pretty much everywhere I go. Um, cause I do yeah. have a few, you know, it's, it's just easy and it has, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar that the cups are yeah. built in they're Velcro. Yeah. It's easy it's, to hook mm-hmm. up, easy to take down. Um, yes. Number That's of usually- commercial <laughs> brands of it. Yeah. But um, do yeah. you prefer to be in your personal life? Do you prefer to be the tire or the tie? What's the word? What's the right word top? What am I looking for? Um, yeah. uh, so uh, in bondage, it's rope top and bunny. Or rope top and yeah. rope bottom, if you don't like bunny. Yeah, I um, I it depends on who I'm playing with. So I'm very particular about who ties me up. There are probably three to four people in the world right now that I know that I would allow to tie me up. Um, but I will tie up anyone. Um, so it just depends on the person. And, yeah, and their and how I how I feel with them because I'm not submissive with everyone and to me being tied up is more of a uh, not that it's a hundred percent submissive but it is definitely more of a submissive act um, and I'm not right. submissive. you're still li- relinquishing your power absolutely yeah, yeah. so I'm, gonna, I'm not I'm gonna, sorry Go I'm going to coin a phrase here <laughs> um, we're going to use the term demi switch as in demisexual it's not necessarily that you're attracted to anyone all the time it's got to be something special so you're not just switchy for everybody but find the right top and you can uh bottom Absolutely. i will melt under the right top and there are a few i mean there are a few out there that i that i do um film with or have in my personal life um i don't i don't mind naming them my my partner in life uh soul scream i will I will uh, be submissive with him. Um, Texas Fetish Legends or Lightning Design Studios. He is an amazing uh, dom and uh, uh, sadist, and he's very good at what he does. Um, I will 
submit to him. I'm really bratty with him, but I'll submit to him. (laughs) I like to talk shit to him and be a brat because he, he likes that for one. And I like to talk shit and, uh, he, it makes him more fun to play with. Um, I would, I would let Marcy tie me up in a second. Um, she's very, uh, good at it, like good at that, um, that role. Um, and that's just kind of how she is personally. Um, and I would let, uh, pets are mess. I would let him tie me up. He's got a very good demeanor. He's a producer out of Vegas, Vegas, Orlando. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a chance to meet him briefly. To meet him. The... Yeah. He's, uh, he's you say Vegas, of... Orlando, like they're anywhere near each other, you know? he travels between the two his base is vegas uh but he does travel to orlando a lot um yeah i would let him um i'm usually submissive with him in the in the stuff that we filmed but it's just because of his demeanor um and the way he carries himself and he's, he's, he keeps me he makes me feel very safe uh and he's got a good uh he's got good control over himself like as far as like uh when he's filming he's filming kind of I don't know how to really describe that, but anyway, it's just his demeanor. Well, um, well I, I think I've been, um, um, you know, my, my husband bottom drawer after we got back, you know, we, we talk about it on the way home and whatever. And, um, I ask him like, Hey, like, did you find anything that turned you on? You know, like, so, I mean, we can experiment and try things at home and whatever. <laughs> and his response is generally like, no, when I'm working, I'm working. Yeah. And I was like, you didn't yeah. get hard. Like none of those girls made you hard. Like those sexy women doing all these <laughs> sexy things in front of you. And, and like, which one got you hard is what I want to say. And he's like, yeah, none of them. He's like, I didn't, you know, the, the closest thing to it was the trampling, the which trampling, is why he yeah. sessioned and why he got trampled for the first time at your foot party. Thank you for that. Yes. This is so exciting. <laughs> Those are the same way. Like when he's working, he's working, right? Like he suppresses all of that. Um, and I think that's a good practice for, you know, unless you're the, you know, it's hard if you're the male talent that you have to get your dick hard. Um, definitely you need to keep that open, but there's still a level of professionalism that you have to keep, you know, um, right. to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, if you're not if your dick's not involved, you should definitely be, you know, focused on work and focus. Your dick on should the, not be involved. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it doesn't need to be all in my face. Yeah. There, yeah. there is a certain making, tunnel vision you, behind the camera. Uh, yes, you know, yeah. I've, I've definitely experienced it. Even when I'm shooting somebody who is a partner of mine, sometimes you just got tunnel vision behind the camera and you're like, yes, I can tell you that's hot. I, that's the shot I want to take, but it's not, I'm turned on right now. I'm D. My fetish is focused on my eye, not my dick. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I like that the people that you surround yourself with, I didn't get creepy vibes. I don't get creepy vibes from any of them. So it's, it's huge. It's, it's, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. I, I, don't, I don't want to surround myself with anyone who isn't um, fetish friendly, for one, obviously. Um, and who I don't like people that, you know, want to kink shame other people. Um, right. But, um, I do want to make sure that, um, that people are, are friendly and approachable no matter what your persona is. Um, because I can, I can be whatever you want me to be. Like I could turn Dom on you in a second. I just, you know, but I don't want to 
pursue that if you're a foot guy, because most foot guys are not submissive. So, you know, I don't want to, to go that route unless you want me to, but I do try to surround myself with people that are uplifting and uh, keep me going and keep me motivated because I hope that I do that for them. Um, so it kind of creates your little team of, you know, even if you don't say it every day or you don't, you don't acknowledge it every day, it's good to have that, you know, like, oh my God, I love what she just did. I need to go do that too. You know, um, that's what I want. You just brought up something. Yeah. At, at a fetish party, you know, I don't want Mr. Stacy at the door. I want to be greeted by Phoenix Stacy. And then if we negotiate something with me and no, no offense to anyone who does a 24 seven, who is a hundred percent, you know, there's a lot of those people in the kink community, but when yeah. you're talking about a, a, a service, when you're talking about a professional a party, an, an event, even a shoot with other photographers and a collaboration, you know yeah. what, yeah, the, the professional, approachable, beautiful Phoenix Stacy until there's a need for a mistress yeah. Stacy to come out. Yeah, that's and 100% correct. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. That's how people should conduct themselves. Like, not, you can't treat everybody like they're your submissive all the time because that is not the case. And you get right, pushed right. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're going to push people away. So, yeah. PhoenixStacy.com just recently opened up. People need yes. to check that out. The next Texas foot party is in May. Do you have a full date? Uh-huh, May 14th. Texas Foot Party on May 14th. Uh, the Amarillo Project coming up real soon? Yeah, March. Uh, so in about a month. So March, okay. uh, like I said, we'll start shooting on March 5th. We'll get down the night of the 4th. So we'll be there the 4th through the 10th, but we will shoot from the 5th through the 9th. So anybody that's interested, we definitely are accepting um, applications, I guess. We don't really have an application, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but you know, if but you're reach, interested, hit me reach up. Reach out. Don't try to crash it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Because you already announced one place you might be shooting. I don't want our listeners to just like show up at the canyon and hope to, you know, reach out. But are they here? Right? They're here. <laughs> Walking all over Amarillo. I'm looking for Phoenix. Where is she? No. Don't do that. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Any, anything else coming now, up that's you want to promote that's while you're creepy. here? Uh, oh. No, uh, I think, you know, I mean, I got my website up and running. That's good to go. The next party's in May. Our shooting collab is in March. Um, you know, I think that's pretty much all that I have that I can think of. If you're in Austin or the Austin area, I will say that we, I do, um, host with Soul Scream um, a foot munch uh, once a month, the last Wednesday of every month at the Hideout Pub. Um, oh, we usually do it out we, don't have, we do not have a munch specifically for, for feet out where I, I am. We don't I either. We don't either. So that's why I started doing that. Um, we started it pre-COVID and we had one and then COVID hit. And so we just picked it up in January. So the next, whatever the, I don't know the date offhand, but the last Wednesday of every month, no matter what month it is, um, is when we do it from six to eight at the hideout. And it's on my, um, on my page somewhere um, of the dates. And if you aren't sure, you can uh, hit me up and I'll, I'll send it to you. So that, that's, that's so fantastic. cool. And you know what, shout out to Soul Scream because I just want to just really quick story. Um, Soul Screams was in the middle of, getting a trample train we are calling it the soul train 
The We're calling soul it- train. Oh my God, you guys are fucking geniuses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was amazing. All right. So, so he, one of the girls trampled his face pretty hard. I'm sitting there filming it, which by the way, I got to yeah. get to you, but, um, and I was like, oh my God, his beautiful face. <laughs> and she like kind of almost slipped. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, hang on. Yeah. Oh, yep, I lost you guys. Sorry. Okay, so okay. she um kind of slipped and hurt him at the same time, and he's Ooh. such a kind soul and he's such a gentleman that instead of worrying about his hurt face, he was like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay?" To the model, yeah. and I just, I just yeah, he went over there and hugged him, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, you're the sweetest ever." <laughs> He does. He has a very, uh, very, um, like, good soul. Uh, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky for sure. Like, it's nice to have a, a partner that uh, supports what you do. Um, and, you know, you can only do that with, uh, with love and communication. Lots of communication. Let me repeat that. Lots and lots and lots of communication. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. You know, and, um, but yeah, it's, it's really great. Cause I get to watch him. Um, that's the one time of the, of the, uh, whatever the year, not the year, but like the one time that I'm like, you know what, put your camera away and just go spend your money, you know, like go indulge in your fetish for once, you know? So that's what he does. That's his job at the party is to spend money. And <laughs> I love it. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've already you guys said, are really great together. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I've already said that I'm going to be uh, going down this year to Texas to visit any going to be doing a live podcast, going to try to make it uh, work around one of your Texas foot parties where I'll get to meet you. I'll get to meet soul scream. That's going to be fantastic. Yes. Yeah. If that doesn't work, so, then like, maybe so it's a backup. <laughs> if, if, if somehow I can't make it work around one of your parties, maybe I can make it work around your munch. I definitely won't be able to do both, but yeah. one or the other. Hopefully the party. I think that would be a little better. Oh, I think you would have a great time. We bring yeah. nylon away. Yeah. We will put them on for you. So. Right. <laughs> uh, nice. So. I love it. I'm looking forward to to meeting you in person sometime in the fairly near future. Not sure if it'll be yes. the, for the May party or one thereafter, but definitely in calendar year 2022, uh, that's going to happen. Um, so thank you so much for being here with us. It's been fantastic. Uh, it oh has my gosh, flown by. Yes. Um, we're probably a little bit over time, but we don't care because it's been great. Thank you. And, yeah, I, I, you've got a lot of things going on. You've got a lot of things going on and you're a super busy person. So I really thank you for taking the time out to share. No you problem. Know, I love I, you, girl. You're the best. God, I appreciate you guys. So thank you, okay. Phoenix Stacy. Thank you as always to our listeners and our viewers. Uh, if you've gotten this far and haven't realized this is a video component one. So Spotify video podcast now or YouTube. Uh, but we always keep it for the listeners first and we thank all of our listeners and viewers as always and as always for those of you who have masturbated to our voices this whole time you're welcome very welcome <laughs>